Welcome to SEC's Vision Moments, which is an inspirational video cast by our staff and leadership team that'll help you stay connected throughout the week. I can't wait for you to hear today's episode. Hi, my name is Julie Lewis, and I'm the associate pastor here at Simbo Christian Center, and I want to say welcome to Vision Moments, which is an inspirational video cast that provides vision, insight, and growth opportunities for you to stay resourced, connected to our staff and team, and engaged in our vision to love God and to love people. So when you have a huge problem or task in front of you, how do you approach it? Maybe it's a relationship that is broken or a term paper that you have to write or a big company shift that needs to happen or maybe it's a personal issue, something you want to change about yourself, but you have no idea where to begin. What do you do? Well, most of the time, if not all the time, we spend a lot of time worrying about it, right? We lose sleep over it. And if you're like me, I obsess about it. Some of my hair falls out and I feel completely helpless and hopeless. But I would say for all of us, for whatever reason, it is incredibly hard to know where to begin to fix it or address it. So in 1948, engineers were planning to build a suspension bridge across the Niagara Gorge with the goal of making it possible for the people of Canada and the United States to cross freely for commerce. And so the question became, how do we approach this? If you can imagine the Niagara Gorge, 825 feet across with 225 foot cliffs on either side and roaring rapids underneath, rushing towards a waterfall. So of course they thought, okay, where do we begin? How do we get the first wire across? Of course, back then they didn't have our modern technology and their options were severely limited to say the least. So what did they do? They had a kite flying contest. Who can fly a kite from one side to the other? And a 15-year-old boy named Holman Walsh won the contest along with the $5 prize. And the day after that successful flight, a line was attached to the kite string and pulled across. And even then, after that, a stronger line and then a rope and then a cable consisting of 36 strands of 10-gauge wire. And eventually, because of that kite flying contest, the first suspension bridge was built. And it all started with one small kite string. Reminds me of a man in the Bible named Zerubbabel, and he was given a big task by God. The temple in Jerusalem was a holy place, and it was literally holding the presence of God. And the first temple was built in 1000 BC by King Solomon after King David conquered Jerusalem and made it his capital. The temple was destroyed by King Nebuchadnezzar about 400 years later when he conquered Jerusalem. And then 50 to 60 years later, a guy named Zerubbabel, I'm just going to call him Z because that's so hard to say, shows up on the scene and God tells him to rebuild the temple that was destroyed. This was a big deal and a huge task. It was very, very important that he rebuilt the temple. And so in Zechariah in the Bible, chapter 4, Z was being visited by an angel. And uh, he hadn't even started doing anything yet to rebuild the temple. But the angel says in verse 7, Nothing, not even a mighty mountain, will stand in Zerubbabel's way. And when Zerubbabel set the final stone of the temple in place, the people will shout, May God bless it, may God bless it. Z is the one who laid the foundation of this temple, and he will complete it. And then it says this, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Man, I love that. Don't despise small beginnings. Even when you have a huge monumental task in front of you, hey, fly a kite. Start somewhere. And I love this picture of God that he rejoices, he celebrates to see the work begin. 
And it's funny because human nature, especially as Americans, we celebrate the final result, right? The end product. It's all about the achievement and the finish line. We celebrate success. But God here in this story is celebrating the kite being flown across the gorge, the first step. Why do you think the small beginning is celebrated here? I think because God knows how hard it is to start something when it feels overwhelming and hard. When your finances are terrible and you don't know how to turn it around and you come to church and you hear a message about tithing like this past weekend, it feels so scary to start. Hey, fly that kite. When you feel like God is calling you to a new job or a new purpose, fly the kite. When you know that you need to change a bad, destructive habit in your life, man, fly that kite. When you've heard all about this Jesus guy, but you haven't quite decided to put one step in front of the other to follow him, fly that kite. Don't despise small beginnings because the beginning is everything. Does God love it when you finish something and succeed? Yes, of course, just like a proud father or a mother when you do something well, they're so proud. But he also throws a party when we take the first small steps of faith. As Mark Batterson says, God is great, not just because nothing is too big. God is great because nothing is too small. If you do the little things like they're big things, God will do the big things like they're little things. God sees the small things you do for him in private. He sees the small acts of faith that seemingly don't matter to the world. He knows when you're loving him and loving people faithfully, even when it's hard. Should we dream big? Yes, but start small. Fly a kite.